Hello everyone. Good afternoon. How are we all doing? Hope it's splendid. It's afternoon. It's somewhere in the world. Every week we start with this. We need a way to greet people that's not good afternoon, good morning or good evening. Um, um, th- do you know what we should also do? Try not to create these decisions whilst we're in the middle of the podcast. Should we like start thinking of these like before? We're not in the middle, we're at the start. If we're being pedantic. Depends how long the episode is. If we're finishing 20 seconds, we're <laughs> right in the middle of it. 20 seconds, all your information, go. There's 21 seconds to go. There's 20, no, 20. No, no, but okay. Um, do you remember when I used to try and do a song for every episode? Yeah, good times, eh? If you're a long-term listener, then you'll appreciate that I really put a lot of commitment into that. We've been doing a lot of reminiscing recently, because last week you was talking about the um, time we used to have a joke at the end of it. Yeah. Now you're talking about the time you used to put a song at the beginning. Maybe it's because we're over 100 episodes now. I think you got to like 23 and was like, I can't think of anything else. Oh no, like 26. I think I just wanted to make it to 21, so I could sing 21 seconds to go. <laughs> what was that? I'm feeling 20, what's that one? Two. Is it? I think so. I'm feeling 22. Yeah, oh. T-Swizzle. There can't be many songs after that, though, with numbers in. I don't even know what episode we're on now. 105. or something like that. There were 105 green bottles on the wall. I'm pretty sure you did that joke last time as well. I'm sure you did. One of us would have done, because that's terrible. Nobody does songs in the hundred. Like, nobody has a song that's got a number in the hundreds. I it, will walk 500 miles. Oh, well, here we go. 500th episode, here we go. Sorry for everyone that had to uh, endure my singing. But once we get to episode 500, which will be in about three years, that's what uh, we'll do. Yeah, there we go. What's episode that 500 sorted. That's that planned. What about all the ones in between? That's also a great way to advice, because if you do walk 500 miles, I would imagine. <laughs> You'd lose some weight along the way. I would, well, if you just non-stop walk 500 miles, how far away is that? Can we talk about um, what our one of our coaches did? So no. we went to our event with... Um, our coach. Our coach. And, well, we've got four coaches now. Yes. Four coaches, you look after us. Mm. I'm one of them. Only in the sense that all of our clients have two coaches. It's not like we pay we pay four separate people to coach us. There's just a team of them. Yeah, there's a team of four. We're special. We require four people <laughs> to make sure we're okay. We struggle that much. Uh, no, that's not true. Um, but one of them was telling his story. At um, we went to we're part of high performance coach is what it's called. So I can say that so it doesn't make so it makes sense. HPC event. Um, and um, he was telling us his story. Mm. He did a decagon. No, no that's a ten-sided shape. He did a decagon, man, yeah. which is just mental. You've got a really good memory. Can you remember the numbers? Um, ten times an Ironman. Right, I don't know an Ironman. <laughs> so, ten times the swim. He swam the channel, didn't he? Tried to, but it But got the shot. weather was bad, so we just swam it in one spot. Yeah, which, which is, is something like, I think it's 40 miles. And then he cycled, like, what would it be? I think I think it's like 1,100 miles or something like that. Mm. And then ran 10 marathons, which back is to, like, back back. 260 miles. One a day for 10 days, was yeah, it? Yeah, one a day for 10 days, which is Whoa. absolutely unbelievable. And when he completed it, he did it with someone, and those two people were the second two people to do it in second the entire country. Third. Second and third to do it in the entire He country. said a few people have done it since, but he was second and third. He said yeah, that at cool. the point when he did it, more people had been into space. And really nice message from that, which um, I think we should all take from, is the reason that he did it was because his brother was diagnosed with leukaemia. Mm-hmm. And I think he was given 
a certain amount of time to live and he, he didn't make it, did he? Mm-hmm. And he wanted to go to this specific football match and he, and his dad ended up like walking the distance to the football match, didn't he? Yep. Um, and his his message or part of his message from that talk was like appreciate what your bodies can do mm-hmm. like because he basically pushed his body to a limit to appreciate the fact that like it can do amazing things and I, I thought that was dead good special story yeah it was completely unrelated to what we're talking it about it is today. but it was just really nice story it was what are we talking about today Jen? we're talking about self-belief and whether you put it in the wrong place i probably have because i lose a lot of things you do don't you you don't necessarily put them in the wrong place you forget where you put them yeah i got bad memory Mm, you certainly have. Anyway, self-belief and what is it? Before we go into kind of like whether you've got it in the wrong place, self-belief is simply just your belief that you can do something. And it isn't more complex than that. That is it. And that's why when someone says, oh, I've got no self-belief, we do have to question that a little bit because you do believe that you can do some cert- certain things, whether they be really small or really big. We have some self-belief in ourselves to do some things. Um, we just might have no self-belief in ourselves to do other things. So, for example, it could be a really isolated task, like um, if we go really, really kind of like, I don't know, let's say it's hitting a step target. Like you might n- you might have the belief in yourself that you can definitely do 2,000 steps a day, but you might not have the belief in yourself that you can do 8,000 steps every day. So it's not that you've got no self-belief, it's just that you only have self-belief in certain things. You also might find that you've got self-belief in yourself to do something but just not to do it consistently so you might believe in yourself that yeah i can go to the gym i can get there but i just can't do it consistently which is why although the definition of self-belief is really simple whether we say we've got it or not is more of a complex subject now again i don't like to oversimplify everything because i appreciate and understand it's so much more complex than this but on the surface in order to reduce self-belief if you want less of it i'm sure no one does but if you do it kind of is as simple as just not achieving things. So, you know, starting a diet and not achieving the goal that you set out to achieve or not achieving the weight loss target you set out to achieve, that will reduce self-belief because you're like, well, I started it and I didn't get there, so therefore I can't do it. Um, but again, it could be, it might not even be diet related, it could be exercise or movement related. You might say, oh, I'm going to do 10,000 steps every single day this week and you get to the end of the week and you look back and you're like, well, I didn't do it. That's going to reduce in self-belief because we didn't do what we said we was going to do. And again, not to oversimplify it, but I'm going to oversimplify it Building it is literally the opposite. It's doing what you said you was going to do. So even if you'd said, right, I'm going to do 500 steps as a minimum every single day this week and you did it, that's going to build self-belief. Like you, You've done what you said you was going to do. So self-belief, what we want to remember is it's less about the task itself and it's more about our belief in our ability to do it. So when we say we've got none whatsoever, question yourself a little bit. Pick yourself up on that. Kind of, I don't like the phrase call yourself out, but just kind of, be curious about that thought, that feeling that I've got zero self-belief because we probably believe in ourselves to do some things. We've just probably been through so much stuff, so much stuff over the past 5, 10, 20, 35, 50 years that we just have absolute minimal of it. We've got kind of like drops of it in the bottom of the barrel. Like mm-hmm. we've not got the ability maybe to have any more because right now we just don't believe we can do any extra than what we're doing. But again, that's not based upon you. That's more based upon things we've been told to do. Yeah, and I think just to kind of um, ease your mind a little bit or like help you understand that you're not alone or that it's not your fault because 
we specifically work with females who have done diet after diet after diet like some that have been on diet since they were like eight nine ten like some people who have done like double figures of different diets in their lifetime and none of which have had lasting results and if you're if you've been in that position for like like phil said like 15 20 years or if you've done diet after diet that's not worked it's no wonder that you've been left with no self-belief and i remember one specific phrase that a client said to me before she joined the team on our little discovery call she said i've just stopped believing in myself so much because i can't do something as simple as losing weight that it is literally rippled into my whole life and I don't actually believe in my capabilities of doing anything. And that for me is, well, one, incredibly powerful that she felt in a safe enough to share that with me because I think that's such a big thing to be at that point where we're feeling that way. But it, it the, the power in recognising why she was feeling like that for me was just the strength in that and... I want to give you that power now to understand why maybe if you're feeling like you're low on self-belief and you have had an experience of being on and off diets for your life or you've done more diets that you can even remember to list off, it it's not your fault. Like the reason that you haven't been able to lose weight and keep it off yet is not your fault because what happens when we go into a diet is you're given a one-size-fits-all approach like this is how we do it these are the rules that we follow x y and z like this is it but when your life doesn't fit within that parameter like you, you can't hit that amount of steps or you can't move in the way that you've been asked or you can't eat the what you what they're telling you to eat or you want to eat something that they're telling you, you can't eat like every time we make a decision that goes against that we feel like we failed and we feel like we've done something wrong, that is attached with uh, the guilt, the feeling like we've failed, then we lose a little bit of the self-belief. And over time, we repeat that process over and over on a week-to-week basis, every time we start a new diet, every time we say we're going to start again on Monday. And it has a really, really massive impact over time, doesn't it, on that self-belief. And I think what we need to understand is that it was because of those very, very rigid expectations from those diets and the lack of tools and support you got when your life was challenging and you couldn't stick to it, that you weren't able to stick to it. So you weren't given the correct tools that you needed to succeed because those expectations were far too high when life got difficult. And that comes back to what Phil said is we don't believe we can do something when it's too far away from where we're at right now. And it might be achievable one week, but actually that same expectation might not be achievable the next week because we're humans, life happens, things change. We need to embrace flexible expectations in order to be consistent and start believing in ourselves again don't we 100 percent, we really do and i think until you do that you'll feel stuck you will feel stuck and i think that is i would say 90 percent, not 95 percent of the women that i get on calls with feel stuck because they've given up hope that there's there's no hope that they can achieve this and like one of our big things is we want to give back that hope by helping you understand what we've just said there that like 
it's not your fault. And another one is, someone said this to me the other day, actually, she was like, it's really difficult when you see everyone else succeeding mm-hmm. and you're not. And I was like, yeah, but you see about 10 stories of about 100,000 people who are doing that same mm-hmm. diet. What about all the other people who are doing it that aren't getting results, that are feeling like you're feeling, that aren't feeling supported, aren't feeling like they can stick to it? Because we see all of those people. Like and every call that I have is those people. <laughs> just just to also add to that, you only see it whilst they're succeeding. Yeah. So you don't see it when it stops working mm-hmm. because they stop speaking about it because that's how social media works. When things are going well, we tell everyone. When things aren't going well, we don't tell people. And actually, I remember seeing um, someone talking about, um, I won't name diets and stuff. It doesn't actually matter which one it was, but they were tracking their weight all the time. And if you looked at the page on social media... Um, they was tracking the weight that they'd lost um, and they'd lost if you looked at the person's page they've lost every week for like months like it was like literally one pound a week two pound a week five pound a week two pound like it was just consistent but when you look at the dates there was like weeks in between these losses mm-hmm. what had actually happened this person just restarted the diet again so they'd lose like eight nine pounds and then they'd fall off track with it so they'd stop kind of doing things then they'd start the diet again and then they'd lose eight nine pounds and then they'd fall off track again so like the actual you know, last 20 posts weren't the last 20 weeks. It looked that way because you just see a grid, don't you? Mm. You just see a feed. That wasn't the last 20 weeks. That was the last couple of years because they'd restarted it like four or five times. Mm. And it just goes to show that we, as Jen said, we feel like everybody's winning because we only see the people that tell the story that they're winning. And it's really important you remember that last line. It's not that we see the winners. We just see the people that are telling the story that they're winning. You might not be, but that's all we see and we're surrounded by that. And so we believe... Everyone else must be smashing it. And it must just be me and I'm the only one. And we want you to know that that isn't true. That simply is not the case. Um, in fact, you're in the majority, not the minority. And it's really important to remember that, that it's not you. It's not something you've done. It's the way you've been set up and the lack of support and the lack of actual probably belief in you as well from other mm. people that's led you to be in this position. Our inbox is literally full every day. I've got people telling, talking to us about feeling like this from doing diets. 100%. Um, which is why we want to break that cycle. But coming back to that belief and the the fact that maybe maybe you're listening to this and you're like, oh my goodness, I feel seen. Mm. <laughs> like, I feel seen. I totally understand why I don't believe in myself anymore. I don't believe I can lose weight anymore. And I think what we want to do now is help you to understand that actually we can gain that back, but it might just be a simple case of you might have just have your belief in the wrong place mind you 100%. so you might be thinking that in order to start something new or in order to achieve or succeed at something that you need to start with that self-belief like i must believe in myself that i can do something but what we actually need to do is we actually have to act before we can believe because we won't believe we can do it until there's some evidence that we can do it. Mm-hmm. And oh, th- this is actually why we build our coaching the way that we do, isn't it? So Exactly. This exact reason is why. Yeah. So th- the first phase of our coaching is literally built around helping you to start see that actually you can do stuff no matter what is going on in your life. I always say like to people who are like, oh, I'll just wait until mm-hmm. such a thing's happened. I'm like, no, don't, because that's where the most growth comes because you're you're in this habit of when things get tough it's not possible 
because what you're used to doing is having far too high expectations and giving it all up but actually that is the time where we can build consistency for the rest of our life by understanding how we can still do something when everything feels impossible helps you to be like oh my goodness I've just had a really bad week Mm -hmm. and I still did x y and z and you're like go me and in order to do that we've just got to start where you are we've just got to take a small step from where you're at right now even if your life is absolutely chaotic you can still take a small step in some way that allows you to build that confidence and self-belief because you're just like i did something absolutely and i've got two things to say on that matter if you wait till things are easier and then start what are you going to do when things get harder again you're going to stop Mm-hmm. The second thing you've got to say on that matter is, when was the last time life was easy? Nah. When was that? Because everybody says, do you know what? I'll just wait. Things are a bit, things are a bit mad right now. A bit mental, Phil. A little bit, you know, chaotic. There's a lot on. So what I'm gonna do is just gonna wait till things are a little mm-hmm. bit more chilled. And I always say, cool, right. And the person, let's say the person's like 38. I'm like, right, you're 38 right now, and you're telling me you're waiting till things are a little bit more chilled. Can you please explain to me when things were less chilled? <laughs> I'm like, well. When I was about six. Right, okay. So 32 years ago was the last time that things were chilled. So are you going to contact me in 32 years when you're 67? Because things might be a little bit different from a coaching perspective (laughs) when I'm 64. So like maybe now is the time because things ain't getting easier. Like, And I hope you see this in a lighthearted way because I'm not (laughs) shouting at you. But things ain't getting easier. If anything, things get pretty hard because chances are there's families, there's life, there's a house, there's, there's a lot going on right now, work, like stuff, life, stuff gets harder. Mm-hmm. So actually it's probably better to just start now before it gets even harder and then we can get through it and then you can manage anything moving forwards. Imagine if you could do something in like those terrible weeks where normally you do nothing. Like imagine if you had the support and the tools that allowed you to do that. How good would that feel? Because that is literally what our clients do every single week. 100%. And you can do it too. I mean, we're not saying that you have to sign up to us to achieve this. Like, feel free by all means to join us if you so wish. But if you're genuinely struggling to believe in yourself right now, drop us a message on Instagram and just be like, look, I'm struggling with X, Y, and Z. We'll help you to take some small action and succeed. And then you can come and tell us what it felt like to do something and succeed and and feel that little bit of belief coming back because that's what we want you to experience and if you're not sure how to help yourself to do that right now we want to give you that tool 100 percent. so self-belief we know what it is we know why it's dropping we know how to increase it but the main thing we want you to take from this as jen's just said is that it can be built back it up back it up back it up can be built back, back up, it up. Back and it up. i know that that's going to be difficult to believe and i know that that's going to be challenging and i know you sat screaming at the podcast going shut up I can't it's impossible it's dead hard <laughs> we get that honestly we do and it is and it really is blimmin hard but we're here to support you um you know we we do our absolute very best to support every single person that we ever come in contact with and that is literally our big goal just to leave people um in a better place than they found us um so hopefully this has been of some help and hopefully jen's got an on the spot question that's going to be really easy because i want to have the self-belief in myself to answer it really mm. quickly and adequately i have an issue you've got an issue yeah so now we've started recording it on the YouTubes. Yes. On my phone that's on there. I can't write it down. And you know what happens when I don't write stuff down? Jen's forgot the question. Yeah. Shall I think of one for you? No, Because no, I've got a good one. No, I can do it. I can make one up. Oh, is it going to be silence for a while? Because this could be quite <laughs> challenging. 
Okay. Go on then. Is that the question? If you could... Yeah. Get rid of... You. Sorry. <laughs> Carry on. One person... You. Sorry. From the fitness industry. You. Sorry. Carry on. <laughs> Other than me, yeah. who would it be and why? Uh, one person yes. from the fitness industry. One solo person. Hmm. Not a company, not like a collective. One person. Oh, that's a big question. Yeah. Um, I don't know. No, we've been through this. We can't do that. That's the point of the on-the-spot question. It is. You can't just say, I don't know. Phil asked me an on-the-spot question just in the middle of the day the other day. I did. It was good one, wasn't it? It was. can't remember it. I can't. Um, onions. What about onions? Was it? Onion for breakfast or... No. No, it wasn't. It was, would you rather have... Would you rather eat chicken drumsticks every day or or have chicken drumsticks for legs? No, that was on here, wasn't it? No, it was something about someone seeing you and taking a picture of... Every time someone looked at you, you had to have a picture with them. Oh, would you rather only be able to eat cheese every meal? So, like, every meal you ever have, you have to have cheese on it. Oh, Parmesan. Yeah, so, no cheese. No, you said Parmesan specifically. Did I? Right, well, you have to... it might have been a different answer if it wasn't Parmesan. So, you have to have Parmesan on every meal or... Every single time you meet someone new, you have to have your photo taken with them. I didn't because get the you link. Say cheese, and that's the link. Um, I couldn't decide, so it wouldn't have made a very good on-the-spot question. Can I be dead honest in answer to your question? Yeah. I wouldn't get rid of anyone, but I've got a good reason as to why. Why? Because I choose to believe that even those people who are selling things that do not work, I choose to believe, and I'm probably wrong here, but I'm... This is how my mind works. I choose to believe they don't know any better. So those people that are like pushing products and selling things that I know do not work and well that we know are short term, harmful, dangerous, do not work, are terrible for you. I choose to believe that they don't. And I'm going to change my answer now because I remember someone lying about that. That one off the only way is Essex. She can do <laughs> yeah. one. She can do one. Because she what said. Good year, was she it? said in an interview. I know they don't work, but I don't care. And then when someone said, do you want to try it first? She said, she literally laughed and was like, of course I don't. And she was like, I can't actually believe that. Some of my friends actually messaged me and say, do they work? And I'm like, of course they don't bloody work. So she can get lost. <laughs> They're the worst ones. Though. Do you know what? That's it. I know you said one person. The people that I would get rid of is anybody who knowingly... Love Island Fitness Products. But they might not know any better. Oh, this is the thing. Not. This is how I separate it, right? If you don't know any better, the thing is, I always look back to me when I first started in the industry and I look at some of the things I did and they would, they were, they weren't beneficial. They didn't work. But I didn't know any better. Like, I, yeah, I, do it, I didn't do it by choice. So that, I think, I would just get rid of anybody who is knowingly doing things, knowing that the, not only is it to no benefit to the person that's paying for the product, but it's actually detrimental to them. Because I just think you should always do things to the best of your knowledge. Like, that's my genuine belief. Like, anything that I ever do or say, that's because me right now, that's what I know right now. That's what I believe based on my experience, based on my knowledge, based on what I do know, what I don't know. Like, I would never sit here and say something in the back of my mind and be like, whoa, that's not going to work. I just couldn't bring myself to do that. So anybody that does do that, they can get lost and get out of the industry. I don't like, I like it. They can get away. I just remember that I'm on video and I was doing all kinds of weird stuff with my hands. That's very authentic of you, Jan, because you're very weird anyway. 
<laughs> I'm not going to edit that out. You do the YouTubes these days. I do the YouTubes. You're in charge of the YouTubes. Does anyone watch us on the YouTubes? Do you check? No, because you do the YouTubes. I don't check. <laughs> oh. Do you want to have a look now? No, we'll do it after the podcast has ended. Thank you. I'm going to see people on YouTubes watching me on the YouTubes. <laughs> if anybody watched the last episode. If it's more than one, I'll be buzzing. Oh, seven people watched the seven? last one. Thank you. All of it. Appreciate it. That was me seven times. Oh, that's nice. Twelve watched another one. We love you all. Oh. All twelve and seven of you. Do you think we're on TV? Mom, I'm on TV. Do you know one of my shorts on YouTube? 2.8 thousand people watched it. Wow. Right, people don't need to know this. I'm famous. Can we finish the podcast? Because I don't know how to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, you don't, do you? I don't know how to stop it. Right. It's been a pleasure. Um, I'm going to stop the episode now because Jen doesn't know what to do. Have yourself an incredible week. We love you all. You're all fantastic. Um, if you're struggling to believe in yourself, drop us a message. Other than that, have a good one. We'll chat to you soon. As Arthur would say. As Arthur. Believe in yourself because that's a place to start. And I said, hey, hey, what a wonderful time today. Hey, learn to work and play. And get along with each other. We got to listen to your heart. Listen to the beat. Listen to the rhythm. The rhythm of the street. Open up your eyes. Open up your ears. Get together and make things better. By working together. It's a simple thing. <laughs> wow. Believe in yourself. I can only apologise. That's the stuff. can only apologise. Right. Um, <laughs> if you've already switched off. I would have as well. I don't believe you. <laughs> I would have as well. Have an incredible week. See you later.